Hello and welcome to The Home Building Hero, where we help you become the hero of your new home by providing you all the information that you need. If you're building, buying, designing, or renovating your next project, we're here to help with lots of information. Today's topic is why investors are buying up the housing market. Hi, I'm your host, David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes, and I want to thank you for tuning in today to The Home Building Hero, and I appreciate all the support. And if you haven't already, make sure that you guys are subscribing to the podcast. You can go on your Apple app and look for Home Building Hero and hit subscribe, and you'll get notified of all our newest, latest, and greatest episodes. And like I said, we provide lots of housing analysis. We provide trends and design and style ideas and all sorts of other great topics on the show. So I want to thank you all for the support as we continue to grow, and I really appreciate it. So this article uh, was published recently in the Wall Street Journal, and it's about how investment companies are buying a larger share of the housing market than they ever have in the past, and that it's causing some issues for other people that are out there trying to buy homes. And uh, it's become a large force, and it's unfortunately, in some cases, hurting the market more than it's helping. Uh, Of course, it's a great sign that the housing market is doing well, that everybody wants to jump in and buy homes right now. That's a great thing. Uh, It's great that housing values are appreciating again after a a long stagnation and decline from the recession. But because of that, the dynamic of the market is really changing and investors are a big part of that. And so if you're not aware, what happens is there are private equity firms or real estate uh, speculators that will from time to time get into markets and they will start going around and buying up homes at a you know that they find are a favorable price and then they either take these homes and turn them into rental properties or what they'll do is they'll find some and fix them up and then turn around and flip them for more dollars now the second part maybe on the surface doesn't sound so bad because you know if you've got maybe a dilapidated house and somebody fixes it up and now it's market ready, that could be a good thing. However, a lot of people at the bottom price point of the market are getting squeezed out and they're having challenges because things are you know, selling so quickly and they're having a challenge competing with these investors because when an investor buys a property, they'll come in, they can write an all cash offer They can close in a week if they need to. They typically don't have any contingencies and they can move very, very quickly on a property and they can just swoop in and buy things. Whereas a typical homeowner is not going to be able to close in a week. They're going to have to arrange for financing. They're going to have contingencies. They're going to want a home inspection and all those little personal things and the things that most buyers typically would do and be cautious on when buying a house. An investor doesn't do that. That stuff gets thrown out the window. And so it can really mess with the market because not only that, a lot of times the investment companies will also pay over asking price and sometimes several thousand dollars more than asking price. I've seen this work both ways though. There's been situations where I actually had a deal a few years ago where I was selling a house for one of my clients and an investment company came in and wanted to buy their home. And they tied up the the house with an offer and everything, and it looked good. And then all of a sudden, 
a week or two into the transaction, they're like, nah, we're not sure if we want to buy in this market anymore. We're going to back out of the deal. And, uh, you know, obviously the homeowner was upset and we, we worked uh, with that program and said, listen, you know, this, this person is counting on this house sale. Um, you wrote an offer. It's a cash offer. You're going to breach your contract. And then they said, okay, we're just going to continue. And we're going to buy the home. So sometimes this will happen where they'll come in and they'll buy properties and they won't close on them. And so then it ties up the house off on the market. You might lose out on potential buyers. And then by the time everything gets sorted out, you put it back on the market. You know, now your house has lost that momentum of being new to the market and those kind of things. So as a seller, you got to be a little careful on that. You got to really make sure that they're going to move forward with that transaction. But one of the things that was interesting in this article from the Wall Street Journal is that they said almost 11% of home purchases in 2018 um, were, were basically by equity firms and investors. And especially in certain markets where you have a lot more volume, I think you're seeing a lot of that happening. And, um, you know, some of that is, you know, local or state, I don't want to say state money, but um, I would say United States type companies. But also a lot of investment companies are coming from foreign soils and they're coming in and they're just buying up our property and our land because it's just a good investment. Because right now the housing market has been going up for so long at a steady rate, a lot of these companies find it's a better investment, maybe more stable than potentially investing in the stock market. Because we're seeing, you know, high seven, eight, nine, ten percent returns on housing. And of course people are overpaying uh, asking price, especially in the lower range of houses. And that's really what these investors are buying. They're not buying the four and five hundred and six hundred thousand dollar houses in my market. They're gonna be buying the hundred and eighty to two hundred and fifty thousand dollar homes, which we already have a very low supply of to begin with. So they're getting in and they're gobbling these up. And the bad thing is they're taking them off the market completely, especially when they turn them into rentals. So it's not helping, you know, those younger millennial buyers that are trying to get into their first home because they're not finding anything and they certainly can't compete with a multi-million dollar company that it's just gobbling these up. So it's certainly creating some issues and um, it's creating bidding wars in cases and um, it's it's causing buyers to put in escalation clauses and cause them to be very aggressive. Uh, and then what's happening, of course, then too, is if, if you get a bunch of these getting sold in an area, sometimes the appraisals get messed up because the price shot, shot up really fast on the home and you don't have these transactions closing right away. And so you don't have any basis to appraise these homes on. And so if you're a home buyer and you're tight on your down payment and you've just overpaid by ten dollars or $15,000 just to get this home and now it doesn't appraise, you may not be able to buy the home and you're, you're out of that market. And that's, that's a very tough thing to deal with as well. So, I mean, it's, it, it's an interesting phenomenon and it's definitely a challenge in our market, you know, having these huge cash sales, having multiple homes go off the market at one time for investors, it's it, it's tough. And, you know, if you're a seller, I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, if, if you have three offers come in and one of them is an all-cash offer with a, click, a quick closing to an investment company, are you going to take that? Or are you going to take a deal that's maybe at asking price with a nice little letter from the family saying how much, you know, they love your house and they'd love to live in it. You know, if you're getting another $10,000, 
you're probably just going to take the investment uh, company unless you you just are really uh, motivated by that letter. But um, it's tough because you know I think most people want their home to get sold to a family. They want their home to be sold to somebody that's going to take care of it and um, you know make new memories in it and treat it you know just like you treated it. But money talks, man. I mean, <laughs> you get that much more money because an investor comes in you're probably going to take the money, right? And you're going to be able to buy a little bit fancier house yourself or, or pay down your mortgage or whatever it is that you're planning on doing with the extra funds. So it, it's it's kind of a an interesting phenomenon and um, especially on the rental end because, you know, there are quite a few rental properties, but, you know, the interest rates are so low. A lot of these um, companies too are like, hey, we'll buy the house. Even if we take a loan out later, the rates are so low the return on the rental is is much greater you know they just accumulate a bunch of cheap rental properties and um you know they've got a great cash flow for many years and um you know worst cases they keep them for a couple years um they move the tenant out and they turn around and sell the building uh for a huge gain and now they've not only gotten rental income but now they've gotten uh, some nice gains off of that property so it's kind of interesting it's definitely worth watching in the next year uh, obviously in 2018 it was a huge factor in the market when I, anytime like a large entity like that where you've got investment companies buying 10 percent of the inventory on the market that is going to drastically affect and change the market conditions so just be aware of it um, be careful if you are a seller because sometimes they will buy these and they won't move forward on it and it's important that you guys know that um, and then of course if you are a home buyer out there you know you have got to be careful you've got to act quickly when you see something you like especially in those lower price ranges and if you're competing against an investment company you are going to need to either offer more for the home or you're going to need to um, work with your agent on doing some great escalation clauses to be able to uh, you know hopefully raise your offer up to the appropriate level to beat out that investment company and um you know, you might have to be prepared to close quicker than you anticipated or those kind of things. Um, if you're a, rent, a renter, you may end up having a month or two of rent uh, over and above your mortgage payment. But if it's to get the home that you want, you might need to do that. So I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Home Building Hero. And I encourage you guys to also go onto our website. We do have some information on there. And you can certainly reach out to us at any time if you would like to hear uh, some different topics. And if you have any questions, we would love to hear from you. So you can go to homebuildinghero.com and fill out one of the forms on the website. It'll go right to me and we can include that information in a future podcast. So I want to thank you again for listening into the Home Building Hero today. And we'll talk to you all very soon.